This episode is brought to you by Goalie. Did you know the University of Michigan did a study that found over 80% of apps for kids are designed to lure them into longer gameplay and more in-app purchases? Goalie decided it was time for this to end. Unlike the Kindle and iPad that have endless ads and potentially dangerous content, Goalie is a tablet with only apps that build independent kids. It has no web browser, no social media, and no ads, ever. It has award-winning learning apps like Khan Academy, Duolingo ABC, and Starfall, and the best part? It's completely parent-controlled. In my house, we use Goalie's kids' calendar to teach my son how to stay on task. He learns life skills like how to make a sandwich by watching one of the hundreds of video classes and can practice it by following along with one of the 50 pre-made routines. As a dad, there's no better feeling than knowing that my son is becoming more independent every day. For more information and to try Goalie risk-free for 30 days, visit getgoalie.com. That's G-E-T-G-O-A-L-L-Y.com and use the code THEAUTISMDAD to save 10%. Welcome to the Autism Dad Podcast. I'm Rob Gorski. This show is inspired by my own personal journey as a full-time single dad raising three autistic kids. It's all about special needs parenting, the challenges we face every single day, as well as some of the things we have to learn to navigate along the way. This season, we're gonna put a major focus on empowering and educating parents. We're gonna talk all about building a community of support around your family, the importance of self-care, as well as connecting with services and resources that are vital when it comes to raising a child with special needs. So be sure to check us out at listen.theautismdad.com, subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. On this week's parenting Q&A episode of the Autism Dad podcast, I am taking on a question from a mom that has hit really close to home for me, and I can't seem to not personalize this. So uh, this is take uh, 35 right now. And, uh, I just want to get through this because I am just getting like, it's really, it's not something that I like to think about. And the fact that kids are still dealing with this, uh, it's heartbreaking for me and it makes me angry. And I'm, I'm just, I, I need to be as objective as I can so that I can kind of power through this, answer the question and, and help you guys to navigate something like this and, and then talk about ways that I think we can do better as a society. So the question was, how do I talk to my daughter after she has been excluded from something because she's different? And, oh man, like <laughs> as a dad, I, like it's heartbreaking to know that this is happening. You know, in 2023, this is still happening. The unfortunate reality is that if you are raising a child that is neurodivergent, has a disability, or is otherwise perceived to be different, by their peers or even the adults in the world around them, you may have to have a conversation like this with your child about why they have been uh, excluded from participation in something that they wanted to do. You know, sometimes our kids are excluded and they don't even know that they're being excluded, right? Or if they can't do something, they don't know why they can't do something and they just accept it and it's okay. Uh, I, I would be I would be cautious about bringing something to their attention that they aren't already aware of. And it kind of makes me think of when my oldest was little, uh, he was excluded from all kinds of things, whether it was, you know, activities with other kids or even adults in the school system and stuff that, that just excluded him because he was challenging or he was different. He, he never, he was never aware that he was excluded because he was different. Uh, he just sort of knew he couldn't do stuff and that was okay with him. He didn't really complain about it. He didn't have a hard time with it. And I, 
was very careful how I handled it because I did not want to bring something to his attention that he was not already aware of. And I didn't want to have to have a conversation with him about that. Right. Sometimes blissful ignorance is, is a good thing for our kids. Uh, at least until they're at an age where, where you can help them to understand that being different isn't a bad thing. Um, and, and on the flip side of this, sometimes our kids are excluded and they know that they're being excluded and they know why they're being excluded. And how do you talk to them about that? Like, how do you, how do you help them to feel good about themselves or to understand that there's nothing wrong with them? And I, I, I don't know, right? Everybody's situation is different, but I think that it's important that our kids understand that they are absolutely fucking perfect just the way they are. And when I, I don't normally, I don't normally curse on the show, but, but like, I'm, I feel very strongly about this. And so I'm just going to leave that in. And when I say perfect, I don't mean they're without flaws or they don't have challenges or whatever. I just mean that who they are as a person, the light that they bring to the world, the joy that they bring the world, no one else can match. No one else can be who they are and that they don't have to talk the same or walk the same or look the same or act the same or like the same things or, or blend in with everyone else to be the beautiful human that they are. They don't, they don't have to match everyone else in order to be accepted and to be allowed to do things with other kids. Like that's not the way that it's supposed to work and that you don't want them to change. You know, everybody has things that they have to work on and we have to grow as people. And if there's behavioral challenges, we need to deal with those. So don't email me with nonsense about, well, behavioral challenges mean whatever. I don't care about that. We're not talking about that. That's, that's common sense. If there's behavioral issues, that's safety concerns for other, other kids or other adults or even themselves. Like that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about kids who are excluded because they are perceived as being different. And that is not okay. There is no excuse for kids to be excluded because they're different. It's not okay. And it's so important that our kids, if they are aware that this is happening, understand that they are unconditionally loved and accepted by the people in their life. And that this is not the way that it's supposed to be. I would try not to dwell on it too much. I would try to redirect them and find something positive and maybe do something special with them that makes them feel uh, as amazing as they are. And I, I think sometimes that's all we can do because we can't change the world and this stuff is going to happen. As long as our kids are always aware of how amazing they are and how much we love them, then I think that they are better equipped to navigate some of these things and to weather some of these storms that come along and, and try to uh, break them down for being different. You know, how that was so hard to get through. That was so hard to get through. Um, so I, I, you know, I hope that that's helpful in some small way. And I just wanted to add this, and it's just a general statement to, to all the parents out there listening. I'm not, it's not singling anybody out. If you're raising kids, period, doesn't matter if they have a disability or they're neurodivergent or they uh, are neurotypical and they don't have a disability, right? Like just parents who are raising kids, teach them that it's okay to be different. Teach them that it doesn't matter what they look like or how they talk or how they interact with the world or how they walk um, or, or how they experience the world, right? It's okay to be different. 
You know, we need our kids to be kind, loving, inclusive, tolerant, empathetic little people who can stand up to bullies and, and who can defend those who can't defend themselves. You know, we're just, we're just talking about being kind and, and being a friend to somebody who maybe doesn't have any, you know, and, and instead of teasing somebody, be the person who says stop and be the reason that somebody smiles, be the reason that someone feels like it's okay to be themselves. And I know that, I know that that's not easy to do sometimes, especially in the world that we live in. But if we all put a little more effort into that, we can change what, what people are experiencing and we can make childhood better for so many kids and, and allow them to feel like they matter and that it's okay for them to be different. Uh, and, and I, you know, I just, I just thought that was important to say, you know, I, I think we can all be part of the solution and help to make the world a better place for everyone. So, uh, that's all I have to say today, you know, to the person who sent this question in, um, wow, like really, really a good question. And you hit really close to home and I, and I wish I had done a better job. Uh, but you know, I, I hope in some small way this helps. And, uh, and you know, if not, I'm always here, I'll always be here to, to help. So, um, yeah, anyhow, uh, have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you next Wednesday. Real quick, before I let you go, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. I, I really appreciate it. And I hope you enjoyed this episode and it has a positive impact on your life because that's what I'm aiming for here. As a reminder, you can visit listen.theautismdead.com. You can learn about me and anything related to the show. You can subscribe on any one of your favorite podcast listening apps so you never miss a new episode. And please take a moment and rate us on Apple Podcasts. There'll be a link in the show notes below for you just to click and it'll take you right there. It takes like 30 seconds and it makes a big difference. So it's a great way to support the show and uh, help keep the wheels turning. So have a great week and we'll talk soon.